Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ladies and gentlemen, two men from opposite ends of the physical, cultural, and emotional spectrums, Flats and Shanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of our podcast. I am David Flatman. You are, you're right. I am Tom Shanklin. Hiya, Tom. All right, mate. And happy um, Christmas and New Year to you, mate. Happy New Year to everyone. That's what I meant, great mate. Yeah. To everyone. Yeah, because they're all mates. We're, we're all friends on here. Um, we hope you all had a nice Christmas and New Year. What did you get up to? That's right. You can't tell us. Did um, you get some absolute rubbish presents, like a shirt that you've got to wear on Christmas Day and pretend you really love? I'm not sure anyone gets good presents anymore, like, because people have so much more leisure and choice these days, and I think, I think as a rule, people have more disposable income now than they did a generation or two ago, and you go out and kind of get the stuff you want, and then when you've got kids and you're grown up, you can't justify asking your missus or your mister to go and buy you something really expensive, so I, just, I think sort of think pretty shy present to the way the way it works now did you get anything good yeah like um, what I got a lamp in the shape of a white um, porcelain monkey holding a bulb nice I like that though yeah that's alright I like animal lamps where are you going to put that that's in my sitting room oh now. is that your thing you collect yeah. animal lamps yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, one of them. I, I like the guy with the gnomes, four hundred gnomes in his house, and cuddly toys. And I got a subscription to um, an annual subscription to Audible. Men only. Men, right. uh, readers, right. readers, husbands. Um, annual subscription to Audible. You know, audio books, yeah, yeah. which I like. You do love them. A lot of time on the road, like a like, bit like David Brent, a bit like you. And you get anything good? I know. I saw on social media you got a lot of shower gel and socks. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, but socks were good though, because I, you know, they I can are, put, yeah. put a different pair on for different services in the house. Yeah, but it's like. You got me a Christmas present. I can just go on my iPhone, click white sports socks, size 11, Amazon, Prime, next day. Come on, think of something original, you know. Well, don't blame me, mate. I didn't get them. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I got some, I got some, yeah, 
I've got a little. You can't go wrong getting a toy for a man. I don't think. Like I would yeah. like, just one of these little drones. Oh yeah. Okay. When I say little, I mean like, very small. Just goes up and down basically. So it's useless. It's from Boots. Put it that way. So it wasn't like a proper drone. Right. It wasn't okay. A cop out. Yeah, it wasn't from like Smith's Toy Superstore. The thing is, like everyone, my misses like my mum and stuff are like really hard to buy for. Okay, what I want is really, really simple. What I want is really nice shoes. Food. Food. Really nice shoes. Audible subscriptions, which I always like, and books. Yeah. And a super duper remote control car. That's all I've wanted for about ten years now. It's Christmas. I want a big petrol crazy jobby. We actually had a little discussion, didn't we? That we would buy each other gifts and present them on yes, this show. Yes. And I mean, it was actually your idea. My idea. Yeah, because you had a really good gift for me. Yeah. But I asked you when you came in. You said no, you've forgotten it. Yeah, it's at home. It's in my freezer, actually. Oh, is it? In my kitchen. Is yeah. it me? Yes. Ah. Oh. Do you know what I was going to give you? Um, some of that smoked ham. Some of that brown smoked ham. I was going to give you. No, I was going to give you uh, a pack of my own home reared pig sausages. From uh, Big Dave the pig. So you reared a pig yourself? Nitrite free, yeah. Yeah. Babe. Babe. Did you know what you um, called I it? say I did it. A mate of mine did it, but it was my pig. I paid for it, it was in his garden, effectively, because my wife won't let pigs come in our garden because they smell and all that. Nigel Owens uses a, a pig analogy when he does his stand up. Does he? Yeah, yeah. If, if anyone's making a bit of noise, well, any women that are making a bit of noise, he just sort of tries to calm them down. He's like, oh, oh, babe, babe. You've seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> coming from him. That's good. So yeah, away with it. Him. I know. Uh, but, yeah, present. So I have got you a present. All right, well, let's have it then. Okay. Um, Just for the listeners at home or in the car or on the tube or whatever, this is um, this is not made up. This is real. I've thought about this and I, I bought you a little book. Yeah. Okay, it's a book. Um, what's the title, please, David? You got it from Next. For five pounds. That's where I get my suits. We had a ten. We had a ten pound max, and you spent fifty percent of my budget. I've got more. Okay, it's trivia on the loo, bursting with amazing facts. I know how much time you like to spend on there, and you know we have a lot. We have a lot of chats off air, and I know there are a few issues there. I go. I go through a lot of toilet seats just through weight, which we'll talk about in a minute. But there's this. There's this new kind of toilet you can get, and you basically have clip on and clip off replaceable toilet seats. So I've got ten in my garage. That's not. I've got eight now actually in my garage. Just ready for when I when I lean on one and crack it, I just flop, pop it out, pop a new one. Do you know in. the best toilets I've ever used? And this isn't the services or anything like that. Tell me, Japan. Ah, funny you say that. The ones my story first. Bones. My story first. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So you get into the hotel and they've got a little keypad on the side of your yeah. toilet, a bit like Buck Rogers would have. Yeah. And you push up, you push these buttons, and all of a sudden, then stop looking. All of a sudden, then this little thing, this little arm comes out from the rear of the toilet and squirts a real powerful jet. You've got to adjust yourself slightly so it hits the spot. Yeah. All clean. Yeah. So I, I found this straight away. And I was yeah. going around knocking all the boys' rooms and have a look at this, have a look at this. So I push the buttons on the side of the toilet. They'd see this little arm come out. I go, get closer, get closer. <laughs> it's hit them in the face. <laughs> but um, do you know you know they're kind of they're Japanese and they're fun, but they're ultimately kind of probably tacky and a bit whatever, they're probably not they're not very classy. But yeah. Do you know where where else has them? And I can tell you this through personal experience. I've got a friend who works there. Uh, works for let them. me Lee Delamere Services. Claridge's. All oh, right, never been there. You heard? Yeah. Claridge's. So they have it, and it drop. They, their ones dry your bottom as well. Off on Groupon, was it, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. It wasn't. Um, I don't worry, viewers. I cannot afford to go and stay at Claridge's on a regular basis. Um, but I got you something else. I got you some vitamins, mate. 
because I know you're eating a lot of meat at the moment. Your cholesterol's probably quite high. Heart care tablets. You never know, mate. I tell you, you what, never mate. know. Look, no, but read. It's got other stuff on there as well. It's good for other stuff. Look. Read, garlic. The, read, read the front. Sort your breath out. <laughs> <laughs> Maintains a healthy heart. Yes. Supports healthy cholesterol levels. Yes. It's got garlic in it. Yes. Um, vampires, I for. Vampires. Um, thank you very much, Heart Care. Yeah. Mate, you've got to look after yourself now. You're no, you are, 40. No, you and, and I got your last one, which is probably the, the most important one. I'm just passing it through to him now. Okay. Hemorrhoid relief ointment. <laughs> Because of all of squats. So there's every you're squats. Doing, you're doing squats and you're going below 90. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's no good for you. Do Especially you know, do... with 200k on the bar, you know, something's going to explode and it's going to turn itself inside out. It's going to prolapse. I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Thank you very much, first of all. Pleasure. I'm Pleasure. not sure if I have hemorrhoids or not. Can you have a look for me after the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you've got a bunch of grapes there. But no, you're fine. I actually, I've actually had a check before. I don't know if you've mentioned it. No, I don't think so. You sure? Oh, you've well, had your hemorrhoids. You've had check for hemorrhoids. Well, I had I had a, a number two, and there's a little bit of no. I won't go there. Um, but anyway, bit of blood. <laughs> Come on, we're all we're okay. all men slash women okay. slash children. Listen to this. Michelle might go mental. Mm. Um, Michelle's on holiday in the Maldives, by the way. So okay, someone's fine. earning too much off her two clients, me and Shanks. So I had to. I spoke to the club doctor, Professor John Williams, and he said, "Oh, just come into the Heath Hospital, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have a chat about it." So I went into the Heath. I thought, oh, what are we going to chat about? You know, throw, show me some diagrams, some books, or something like that. Yeah. And he takes me through to one of the one of the nursing rooms, and uh, he says those. He says to me, "Yeah, can you get on the table? Can you, can you get on the table and hug your knees to your chest, put your <laughs> pants down?" I was like, "Oh my God!" You meow like a cat, please. Oh yeah, <laughs> the finger, the glove on, the lube, the finger up there. Yeah. I'm going to check for the prostate. Which? How was that? Yeah, it was actually. It, uh, I felt, I felt, not the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any hemorrhoids? No. Oh, well done. No, I don't know what it was. But you, so you know how to do the check, is what I mean. Yes. You yeah. Could, you and, could do. You could check mine, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I probably. I probably have to put two fingers up there. <laughs> second, to, second opinion. Do you have... <laughs> but it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's. So, uh, so. Oh Christ! So Dave and I, we've uh, we've started off our uh, detox, Jan, and we went to the gym this morning. Did I went to, I went to the gym yesterday as well. By did the way. you? Yeah. Oh, well done. Thanks. Got in a day earlier. There's no point in going if you don't tell so, people. Absolutely none. Yeah. It's there is no. I point. went to CrossFit in Trowbridge near Bath and did a wad. Yeah. And it was savage, bro. Was it? Yeah, dude. It was savage. High fiving after. No, I was I, I struggled to get off the floor for a bit, and people were like driving home, and I was still on the floor. Were they all clapping you? Come on, come on, Dave. Yeah, do it for your do kids. It. Don't die. And they had like a defibrillator next to me on, on call. It was it was um yeah it was it was quite punchy, especially for a heavier gent. But and I'm getting heavier as we which we're going to talk about. Yeah, so we did a bit of a session this morning. I took them through a bit of um, Judy Dench. We yeah. did uh, O Men Bench, which is on the minute every minute. Yeah, these guys these guys at home know that, mate. Yeah. God, everyone knows that. Um, bit of back, mm. big chest. You need a big back. Of course you do, mate. I balance it up. And then some arms. Yeah, and the best the best way to the best way to make your guns look good is to work on your triceps. We all know that. You know that. We don't have to tell them that, mate. Nah. 
Uh, you've got, you can't teach these lessons to suck at. And there was a there was a personal trainer in there that looked exactly like Rob Sidoli, and I said, "Is that Rob Sidoli?" And you said, "No, it's his brother." Yeah, that's it. So his brother works in the Chewbacca. Chewbacca, lovely bloke. Pierre, good Nick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has looks after himself. So we finish our session, and uh, we've always had this dispute about Flats's height ever since 2000 in Asda in Southgate. The yeah. scales there and. He measured at 5'11 and a half. But he's always sworn he was six foot. Yeah, I've never cared, by the way, but I just I just happen to know that I am well, six foot. Well, you secretly have. A little bit. Oh, a little maybe, bit. maybe a little bit, yeah. Um, and they had a electronic scales in the change room, so. Used to be 20p, it's a quid now. I know. Well, Jokes. Yeah. Brexit, innit? Exactly. Um, well, it's improved mm. since we left. Sure, actually. Um, we haven't actually left yet, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on the verge of. Um, so we thought we'd put a pound in and see your height. What was your height? He's got a little printout of his got reading. Printer, he can hear it crinkling. It, was, it wasn't embarrassing at all. We weren't just two naked blokes standing in the middle of a change room. Well, hang on. I, t- I kept my towel on and you took your towel off and went nude on the scales, which I, which is just odd. But, if you've uh, got it, flaunt it. I've always said that, mate. True, actually. Um, so height. Let's do height first. It's like top trumps. Isn't I actually it? got measured for a, a life insurance medical the other day, which didn't go that well because of my weight, which we'll hear about in a minute. But um, my I got measured as a player at one eighty four point one centimeters, and then in my medical last two weeks ago got measured just for Christmas at one eighty four point one centimeters, just over six foot. What's your point? This measured. So I'm saying anyway. I'm saying this is one eighty three, which is exactly six foot. Well done, mate. Yeah, yeah. I take everything back. I'm I in said, the club. You're, you're not short. You always said you were six two. Yeah, I was. I was six foot. Yeah, but I also there is a lot and lot of dead skin on the heels of your feet. Yeah, that you need exfoliating your feet. Yeah, and I think if you did that, if you sanded the heels of your feet down with all that dead skin, you might be five. Have you seen me sanding my feet ever? Have I showed, yeah. showed you that? Yeah, yeah. Use like black and decker tools. Yeah, I've actually just upgraded to, I think it's a JCB sander or something. I got it from nice. being cute. Um, and now, it was, that would be a good Christmas I, I, present. I went super powerful. So I've got this thing and it like, if you keep it on, if you go too hard on your skin on your feet, it will burn through your skin. I mean, I forgot. I forgot. I did get a golf trolley for birthday and Christmas. So Remote control? No. Oh. no just a nice three-wheeler. Proper sturdy one. Yeah? Yeah. Don't you get that sort of stuff free? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um <laughs> But I've got it's two nice, now. It's nice to pay now. for stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the weight, what God. was your weight? Get so much stuff for free these days. Unbelievable. So your height, hang on, yeah, yeah. Your height was six foot one point nine, did you say? That's a joke. Yeah. Um one eighty eight. One meter eighty eight. Okay, well done. Weight was bang on sixteen stone. Which is good. That's good, man. That's, that's one oh one one oh one point seven of muscle, yeah. Yeah, you're in good nick. Yeah. What I found really interesting was um right, I, I um, Shanks, for those of you that don't know, just go on social media and have a look at his pictures. It'll be on there somewhere. Shanks is in very good nick. He's very lean. Are you mean the one from Dubai when I sat next to, uh, or stood next to like 20 overweight blokes? Yes, yeah. One of them's Bubs, who's in the worst nick ever. And someone walking into the gym today thought I was your mate Bubs, who is effectively uh, morbidly obese. Don't and say that to him. Like he, he... Will he hate that? Yeah. He's, he's training hard, mate. He's a much better Nick than he used to be. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Leave so, it on the positive. Yeah, he's getting better. So, what was your body fat on the, this this silly machine said that Shanks, your body fat was? Um, 
percent, which is a joke. I mean, there's nothing on Shanks. Is like seriously. Yeah, no, it's, so I thought, oh my days, I'm going to get on this thing and it's going to say I'm half like, fatter than a pork scratching. And I got on it, and it didn't give me a readout, did it? No, you gripped on. Gripped maybe, on. maybe unreadable. I did it legit. No. Or, or, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, couldn't find any fat. But my, <laughs> but my my weight. Your weight was 101 kilos. Mine was 133. Yeah. So 20 stone 13, and that that was pre. Um, should we say this pre morning visit to the throne? Yes. Um, for so you. For me, it's decent. And yesterday, this is we're, we're, what day is it today? Tuesday. Uh, on month, yesterday being Monday, I went to Alex Brown's house, who is the former at the former. Gloucester, Gloucester second, second row, row. Yeah. and Matt Salter, the former Bristol captain, he Quite was there posh, too. Quite posh, isn't he, Alex Brown? Very posh. Okay. Yeah. Very posh. Um, very, very sensible. He's a great guy, and we we're ha- having lunch, and basically the the chat came around that my wife was like, "Look at with his wife, Brownie's wife, found some old pictures of me and my wife when we first started courting," and basically the chat quickly went to, "Oh my God, look how much fatter and balder you are now." Basically, that's where it went. So they took me into the bog and his house and weighed me. And I was 135 kilos, 21 stone five yesterday. Yeah. And because I skipped breakfast this morning, I'm only 133 in Cardiff. So it's already begun. It's the shred has started. It's dropping off me, boy. I tell you what, I, I watched, started watching last night. First off, the darts. Been loving the darts over Christmas. Yeah. I am. Apparently, it's on a different level. These darts. A thousand percent going next year to Ali Pali. No such thing as a thousand percent. There is. Thousand one then. Okay. Um, it's been incredible. Like literally, the whole crowd are there. I don't even they're not even watching the darts they're writing stuff on a little bit of paper on the back of the 180 signs yeah. um, they're all in fancy dress they're all singing don't take me home stand up if you love the darts hey baby oh, everything everything you can think of they're doing there um, my mate Blumberg he went a few years ago he said and he got yeah. chucked out for oh, yeah. throwing a beer in the air <laughs> right and he says he remembers he remembers a security guard next to him saying Talking down, talking down his uh, his microphone to to someone else, saying, "Yeah, yeah," and Blum was dressed as a hot dog. He said, "Yeah, yeah. that's right. The hot dog and Austin Powers, they got to go." <laughs> <laughs> so he got chucked out, but it's been incredible. Like um, Michael Van Gerwen won last night with yeah. some sort of average of one oh eight. Um, incredible darts. He beat Gary Anderson in the final. Yeah, sick. The darts has been sickness. so good. It's sickness. So good. Yeah. Um, they, had a, they had a guy come on the stage, try and nick the trophy. Yeah, yeah. Security guard, piled oh, on, stuff. got my headlock. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, looks like a proper social day. Yeah, yeah. I really, you'd love it. Yeah, be like, be like the old days when we used to go to the church. Oh yeah, remember that? Oh, what a place! I remember going there, and I remember seeing a guy that could swallow stuff. And I was he, talking about him last week. Yeah, and he could swallow coins and cue balls, light and bulbs. Stuff. Yeah, and bring them up in order. Yeah. So he, you know, he'd swallow ten coins and he'd bring up like the pound first or whatever the people. You look at it'd be, it'd be one pound coin from every year for ten years. Yeah. And he'd bring up whatever what, your nineteen eighty six and he'd bring up the nineteen eighty six pound coin goldfish. But you remember when he swallowed a pint of sugar, a big cup of sugar? Yeah. Then he necked a pint of water. Yeah. And then three sort of requests later, someone said, "Bring the sugar back up," and he said, "Fine," and brought the cup of sugar back up, having necked the water and it hadn't diluted the sugar. It was like magic. Magic. He, um, I liked it when he swallowed. He put a load of lighter fluid or gas down his oh, throat, yeah. and then washing up liquid. Yeah, blew a bowl and popped it, and it exploded in the air. I miss the church. Yeah, the church, by the way, for those of you that don't know, is a basically a bar. Well, it's like a, a room with sawdust on the floor where you go and buy bags of 
cans of, you take a plastic bag and they you buy cans of red stripe at the back. Yeah, you've got to you've got to Sunday There's afternoon. no alcohol license, so you've got to buy tokens and you exchange those tokens for uh, old school That's right. beer cans and and then it, it was in King's Cross, I used to go to backpackers then after where there was a dentist chair. And then it moved to Kentish Town when I went there. Yeah. But I can't remember where it went after that. But it was legendary, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember we got T shirts. We bought T shirts with the church. Yeah, have you? Yeah. We used to wear it for fitness. That's right, wore it in pre-season yeah. at Aldershot. Look how cool I am. Yeah. Been to the church. Yeah. On your hands and knees, puking like that. Yeah, spewing ankle deep in urine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, I, but anyway, what I watched last night was, it was, oh, I've forgotten his name now, Hall. Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. Strong Man, The Beast. Yeah, he's our, there's a documentary about him on Netflix where it follows him for two years. And it was really, it was actually really exciting. And this isn't taking the piss. He's he's like your physique, you know. He he carries the carpets under his arms, which he has to because his lats are so big. Yeah. You make a good strongman, I reckon, with a bit of training in you. Yeah. But and a lot of drugs. Can I say that? I just said it. Um, it's incredible that he he finishes third, doesn't he, this year? Yeah. Um, world's strongest man. Yeah. But but he finished third. I mean, partly because Brian Shaw, the guy who won it, is kind of probably the best ever. But he's or close to it. But also. Um, Eddie Hall dislocated the finger on it, dislocated two fingers before the tournament doing Did he? deadlifting or doing something. But every 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 grip event and every hand event he struggled with, which is pretty difficult. He said there was three things that he wants to achieve in life or or the reason why he's put on this planet. Um, yeah. One is, so this is a couple of years ago it starts, so it follows him for two years. Yeah. One is to become the world record deadlift champion. He is that, 500 yep. kilos. Box ticked. 500. 500 kgs, mate. Jeez. Yeah. Would you, would you ever get anywhere near that? No. No? No. Nowhere near? If I, if I dug in and trained properly, I'd, I'd probably get to... I'd have pretty... Not comfortably, but I could pretty quickly get to 300, I yeah. thought. Okay. Not five. Not no. five. Um, and the second was that he wanted to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tick. Who, Schwarzenegger was there when he uh, did the world record. Who was an idol for him. Yeah. His Arnold Schwarzenegger's audiobook is brilliant. Total Recall, even better on audiobooks because he narrates half of it himself. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You follow, get him on Instagram. I think it's Instagram he's on, or whichever. I think it's Instagram. He is a funny guy. Let's play a game. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> from kindergarten cop. Yeah. And the third one was to win World's Strongest Man. Yeah. So he hasn't yet, but the, the documentary starts when. He enters the world's strongest man for the first time and finishes sixth. Yeah. So it's good. Um, it's obviously talking about his wife as well and yeah. the issues they have when making love. It's oh, yeah. Quite, it's quite difficult, yeah. Why? Because it's because of. Because he's so wide and so big that. Oh, right. And she's sort of saying it's, it's quite difficult sometimes and it's they can't do stuff they want to do. But then she saves it. It's quite hard to get legs round him. But then she goes. That's what she said. Yeah, but then she goes, but it's for, but in other ways, it's amazing. Yeah, because he can just chuck around like a tennis ball. Yeah. If that's, if that's what you want to do, I'm not sure that's what anyone wants to do. No, I don't know. Sounds different. You um, do it like a dolphin, don't you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, plenty to talk about on this pod. Yeah. I think we covered most of it, haven't we? Yeah, goodbye, everyone. Um, yeah, we can talk about some rugby at some point. Yeah, lots of rugby from the festive period. But first of all, before we talk about anything else, we've got to talk about Richard Cockrell getting sacked. Yeah, but we'll come to that. All right, mate. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So loads of rugby, yeah. To catch up on, yeah. Over the, did you? Uh, were you working most of the games? Yeah, grafting. I did um, Boxing Day. I commentated on Bristol's win over Worcester. Two CPC red card after twelve minutes. You work hard, mate, don't you? Don't stop, mate. Like a Japanese prisoner of war. Yeah. But a happy one. But a happy one. That is Alan Partridge, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Just Everyone chill out. Quote. Everyone chill out. Um, and I worked the day after Boxing Day as well at Twickenham Big Game 9. Gloucester lost to Quinns. Yeah. In an ultimately kind of underwhelming game. The first half was I mean, gen- genuinely, unbelievably dull. Yeah. And I, I like a bit of rugger. But the Bristol game was brilliant. I only went down to 14 men after 12 minutes, still beat Worcester. So I saw the PC red card. Mm. Um, what were your initial He thoughts? wasn't happy about it. I think he got a bit PC after the game. <laughs> All right, mate, chill out. Um, definite red, 100% red, according to the laws. Even uh, though he gets off the ground himself? He du- No, see, Robbo's, Andy Robinson, so he said in, when on the sideline, he's a pundit. And I wasn't punditing, I was just commentating, so I couldn't disagree with him, or I would have done. But I didn't think he jumped. I think he took one of those public school kind of power steps into the pad I don't think he jumped he didn't they don't just do it in public school mate they do it all over they? the world do they yeah. oh, I thought it was private school and a big powerful step in and present the ball back yeah. um, anyway so uh, I didn't think he jumped and he stayed on the floor and he was 100% an accident and 100% a red card because that's the way it works these days because it's easy to measure outcome it's not easy to measure intent he doesn't quite get off the ground high enough for me so mm. I'm just wondering what your thoughts were first. I just like agreeing with you. Yeah. Um, but no, he don't, he makes a little attempt to jump, but you have to know, and you have to have some awareness of people around you. You have to be thinking, right, the fullback's coming on this, he's going to be jumping for it. I have yeah. to get off the ground. Yeah. I like, uh, they've signed Pat Lamb for next season. And apparently, I, I haven't read this, but someone As told me yesterday... Yeah, he's playing fly off. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Um, so... Someone told me I was at uh, Leicester Tigers on Sunday. Yeah, and um, it's, work, it's working again. Yeah, yeah, and um, doing the media stuff like you. And someone told me that Chris Boyd, the chairman of 
Bristol had said to the press this week, I guessing inadvertently, we think Pat Lamb is the right guy to get us back into the Premiership. And it's like, you haven't been relegated yet. Maybe yeah. he was taken out of context and he said, if we get relegated, we think he's the right guy. Maybe, maybe. Well, obviously, Bristol had a big win at the weekend and then they look across and they must be checking Worcester every single game. Yeah. Worcester only got a bloody one as well. They've ruddy won. Quinns cannot win away from home. It no. is truly bizarre. Like a French team, aren't they? Yeah, it's true. The, the French team of old. It is truly yeah. bizarre. Um, they're like a French team that have thrown the Parker Pen Bic Biro shield. It's, it's, they're not that bad, you know, but they... It's not like they don't look interested. They're properly going for it, but it's bizarre how they can't win on the road at the moment. It's really weird. Especially like when you look at their team and you look at the players they've got. Yeah. There's still quality throughout. Yeah. So there's loads of chat about players moving. Some of this may be public or not. I haven't read the rugby paper. So Come on, hit, hit me I'm sure, I'm sure Neil Fissler has um, announced all this already, but Rapava Ruskin, the Worcester loosehead, who you might not know, Tommy. I do um, know him. He's evidently going to Gloucester. Okay. Um... Owen Williams to Gloucester is a strong rumour, the 10. Yeah. Um, Cressic to Exeter Chiefs, that's been out Why would Owen Williams be going to Gloucester then? Is there someone big coming to Leicester? Are they just going well, to just gonna keep with Freddie Burns? Do you know what? I think it, it's probably one of three things. Either someone big coming. Ford? Uh, I, I, all I've heard is that Bruce Craig won't agree to let George go a year early if it's to Leicester. He doesn't want him to have him. Just because you brought that name up, Bruce, I still think that when we did a competition a while ago about the best nicknames was Man Bat was a guy called Wayne oh, yeah. was a <laughs> yeah. guy called Wayne Bruce yeah that's know. good Man Bat Bruce yeah that's Wayne. good yeah that's good uh, yeah carry on so I, I just don't think George will go to Leicester um, maybe I'm wrong but maybe that's why Owen Williams wants to leave maybe because he's just not out and out first choice and he wants to be another reason may be that I mean a couple of people have written about it and talked about it lately but the money that players are getting all of a sudden is I'm not saying it's crazy and they're not worth it, but I'm saying it's taken a huge leap. So what I'm not going to do is talk about figures that people have gossiped about on touchlines, pundit to pundit and pundit to kit man and all that sort of stuff. And because that is kind of, uh, it's it's not true. It, it, it's a very good chance it is not you true. You can't, you can't, you can't say it, mate. It's like confession, all right? Yeah, exactly. It's, but okay. the num the numbers people are talking about, you just think, geez, I was only playing four years ago. And, you, know, you and I would have, we weren't the biggest earners in the world but we would have done alright but you just think we geez. wouldn't be doing this would we no boy um, so there's a yeah, a bit of movement um, did you um, you wouldn't have seen this but uh, Boxing Day the Blues played um, the Dragons here I just want to point out that we are in Cardiff Blues oh yeah we are Cardiff Blues Stadium Stadium again uh, the, the BT Cardiff Arms Park and Lee Halfpenny was watching the game was he now they panned to him in one of the boxes didn't pan to me could have gone two across and seen me. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Weird, isn't um, You've got more caps than him, haven't you? Probably yeah. not, actually. Yeah, standard. Standard. Um, Do you see his kicking against Racing the other night? No. Brutal, mate. Brutal? Brutal. Brutally good? No. Really? No. His last kick missed by... Mike was really weird. Um, see, his kicking's been a little bit off ever since he had that huge knee operation. Mm. And... Yeah, maybe that's, that's about six months out. Maybe that's the thing. Um, anyway, um, so what are we what are we talking about? We were talking about Leicester losing Owen Williams and yeah, maybe 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 none of these things uh, actually happen. But yeah, Kvesic to Exeter is a big. That's been a strong rumor for a while. Um, so there's there's a bit of movement about. But what the the thing about the money is that these marquee players are kind of the, the, the salary cap goes up. So salary cap's gone up in the Premiership. So that's great. There's more money available. 
the lads who come out can suddenly the big name or just the players that come out of contract can suddenly can say there's more money available I want more money and, and it's not, you're not talking like 10, 15 grand you, you know you're talking like a difference of 50 to 60 grand which well, is I think, I think what you're talking about you're, you're talking about pretty average players on 300 grand a year not pretty average decent yeah. not rock star players on 300 grand a year reasonably regularly now and that will fly up and it's not enough to live on you can't live on that no. I'll tell you that you have to do something else you, have you to have cannot live that especially in Bath mate you can't really. no, true. Um, I mean so there's what happens is that it's like right there's more money available clubs are suddenly offering more marquee players okay they cost a lot but they free up a lot of cap as well so there's you can remove marquee players from the cap and you've got a bigger cap so what it means is some players can get paid a load more now say you've got 8 players out of contract or 10 players you've been 2 of them off you sign a couple in whatever but the guys who are staying or the guys who are coming want vastly inf- or you know aggressively inflated salaries that's fine because you can cover it but the next year so a year from now all the guys who are currently in contract yeah. they know they know everyone's earning more they're going to come out of contract too so what do you do then then you have to then suddenly you're completely overspending and you have to have smaller squads and at some point you've got to say we're not going to pay 300 I'm making numbers up here but 300 or 400 grand a year for a decent first choice player yeah. because we can't because next year when this guy comes out of contract we're going to have to give him 3 or 400 grand and we can't do it so it's quite it's quite a I don't know if it's a pivotal time but I think it's kind of a pivotal time and it's alright for guys like sort of the, the it's, not, it's not sustainable is what you're saying like it is well, for that, a short period but then yeah and it's the, the clubs are losing money so a, a yeah. club like Bath you know just because it's my old club everyone knows I've got a very wealthy owner and I don't know Bruce Craig that well but what I know of him he's a good bloke I've always liked him um, and I don't have to say that anymore I never see him I have nothing to do with the club he looks um, a bit like Piers no he looks like Richard Gere yeah, but wears more cardigans than Richard Gere, okay. and doesn't do the funny stuff that Richard Gere apparently did. Yeah, with rodents. Um, as far as Gerbils. I know, gerbils. Maybe. So, but it's it's all very well saying, well, let's just scrap the cap and go large. But then you will have, I mean, it won't be three or I mean, it'll be two or three clubs leaving the rest completely behind, and that makes for, in my view, a rubbish league. It does it does? Yeah. So at the moment, you've got. It's just going to be like you know, if you've got more money, you're going to be better. By a long way yeah so it's kind of like because other um, teams aren't going to be able to compete with you yeah bar Exeter it, it'll turn into Formula 1 you know and it gets a bit dull then yeah um, so I don't know there, there's just I mean I, I don't resent I'm not one of those ex-pros that resents the lads earning loads of money I think good on you mate yeah says so a man pointing with his Rolex watch <laughs> <laughs> this watch is useful Tom yeah man. it's waterproof it's gym proof it's dog dog, you know, dog walk proof it's also so big that if I if I ever got attacked, I could take it off and beat someone to death. You'd get him with a bling, wouldn't you? You'd get yeah. him with a bling. Yeah, I think it's I think it's bulletproof. Um, get back to results now. So, I watched the Newcastle Wasps game. Oh yeah, mate. What a game, boy! Yeah, I think they were fifteen nil up at one stage, weren't they? They were fifteen nil up. Um, is it Marcus Watson? That's exactly who it is. Um, wouldn't fancy trying to defend him one on one. No, no. Rob, Rob Miller. Rob Miller. Austin said Austin Healy said on telly you know Rob Miller um, you don't see him gas very often and I suppose you don't because he's a good positional player but he's not that quick um, really I mean, he's, quite, he's quick enough much quicker than me I know, but, yeah. um, he's not he's not, not super quite, quick no. I'm just saying you know he's not Elliot Daly so, or Jonathan Joseph yeah. Watson quick but Watson properly gooses him and skins him he like, looks big as well doesn't he Watson powerful like his brother mate big bottom half powerful yeah. athlete which is probably why he hurt his hamstring a little bit later but he 
he looks serious and I'd like to see a bit more of him to see if he can kick and defend and all that stuff but um, yeah. ball in hand I would hate to play against him I'd hate it um, Shall I tell you who's really impressed me yes. over these last three weeks for yes. Wasps Thomas Young I'm not just saying that because Di coached me for and you want Di to get the Wales job and bring you in as a consultant yeah just morale like, officer uh, yeah just be like social captain yeah um, but Thomas Young has been playing very well he's brilliant he was really good last season actually as well and completely the right place for him there's so many sevens around Wales yeah look at Sam Warburton Tipperick Um, you've got Josh Navidi you've got Alex Jenkins you've got James Davis there's Will Boyd youngster it's got so many Nick Mm -hmm. Curd there's loads absolutely loads Um, he's been he's been scoring tries he's mobile he's fast I text Di after um, to say, has he got April's pace? Is that where he gets his pace from April, which is Di's wife? Yeah. He said, ah, oh, he goes, um, don't know, mate, must be the milkman. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's quick. He is quick. I remember him here at the Arms Park, him and his brother, he's got three, he's got two brothers and they used to kick the balls on and be ball boys here. At, was he uh, quick then? He was all right then. Yeah. But he's put, on a bit of, he's put on a bit of timber, a bit of muscle. And he's yep. looking really good. The line he hit yeah, for his try is proper. But that, you know, for the last, I reckon six months, he's yeah. really up to his game. Yeah, it's inter- I, had a, I had a chat with um, Di Young at the end of last season, and um, I don't. We, I'm always loath to say someone's a top bloke because it's always like we say everyone's a top bloke, and we get we've had a we don't actually if someone's a if someone's a twat we will try and say so. Um, yeah. Within reason, but Di Young is just I don't think you can help but respect and like Di Young. Um, no, he is. We used to have, you know, um, pre-season parties around his house and stuff. Yeah. And I used to wear a t-shirt saying I was stupid and stand next, stand next to him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he used to wear. Did you uh, wear that standing next to Prince William once? No, me. Yeah. No. Might I saw. Done, I saw a picture with you in it. Sometime. Might have done a mangina or something oh my like God. that. Um, but he, yeah, we said. Di, when he first started coaching for the Blues, he used to come out on all the team socials at the start. Then he, he sort of separated himself a little yeah. bit. And he, he used to love coming out um, with him because he'd wear, he'd always wear something terror. Would always, he? Yeah, always. He'd, he'd have these blue suede shoes on. It's got to be hard to buy clothes when you're that big, though. Like, yeah. I'm 133, 130 odd kgs. He's got to be closer to 150 than 140. I mean that. Like, yeah. He's that big. I, I stand next to him and he is much, much a, bigger than me, and I'm 21 book. stone. He's he much big bigger. Book. Yeah, um, but I was talking to him, and I was saying, you know, it's an interesting one because your son plays for your team. So what's the crap there? And he basically said, well, it is, it is tough because I think he's really good. Um, and I was saying, you've got to drop. I think we're on stage actually talking, or it might have been off stage by then. And I said, you, and then Haskell was there, yeah. and I was like, well, it's just happy days. Your son's good because you can finally drop Haskell as a joke to wind Haskell up, sort of thing. And basically, he was like, yeah, the problem is when your son plays for your team if there's a 50-50 he won't be getting picked Yeah, I won't pick him if there's a 50-50 because you cannot allow anyone to put a question mark over his Same head or with yours Jim Mallinder Jim Mallinder and Harry that's yeah. a really interesting one but what Di didn't say he didn't say it but it's what I thought when he was saying it was that at that point Bath were playing poorly and they were playing with George Ford who is um, if he's not a genius at 10 he's pretty close I think just think he's a wonderful player yeah um, he was playing he wasn't playing very well Bath weren't no one was playing well he wasn't playing very well they had Priestland on the bench you're alright 
without being too offensive, isn't exactly a world beater, but he's a really experienced international. Priestland is sitting there and not getting put on. And it got to the point where... He, I th- he listens to this, it'd be nice to him. I thought, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I must say, I don't know, know Reese Priestland very well. I've seen him on the piss a couple of times in Bath, seemed lovely. But Reese Priestland is a really good player, international player, sitting on the bench. And it, to me, I was commentating on one game and it was actually embarrassing in the end that they didn't take George yeah. off, that Mike Ford didn't take George off and put Priestland on. It was actually embarrassing. And if I were George, I'd have been saying, Dad, you've got to hook me off there, mate. It's not happening. And really... I yeah. mean, so die, die goes the other way, and I think that's the way you have to. It's the only way it can work. For, I just remembered another father and son combo. Yeah. Warren Gatlin, Gethin Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> we always used to call him. Did you? Yeah. Son of. Yeah. Son of Gats. So. Mel- yeah, Melon, what's your, what's your dad doing training this uh, for us? <laughs> so, Bath Exeter. Yeah. Stonker of a game. Oh, it's brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, you know, because I, I, I live in, or in Bath, I kind of. I can always go to the games and you know it's like you at the Blues you can you don't need a ticket you can just wander in and yeah. whatever so it's nice like that but I don't go there um, if it's on telly and I'm not working because it's nice to stay at home but also I, you, yeah it must be hard because you work weekends yeah it must, it's a nice treat to see sit, well, sit you, at home. for your kids to see Uncle David yeah, that, yeah. that's it <laughs> <laughs> here's your uncle girls yeah remember me um, so yeah, so it's nice to sit at home and watch it, but also you get all the replays and stuff. I, yeah. I quite like it. But um, you're watching your pants. But it it was an astonishing game actually because Exeter just were not in it at all for the first half. It was bizarre. Nothing were they? No, they didn't got, give uh, anything. Rocket Aguni, absolutely shredded them in the first half. You were just like, oh my god, this is because apart from it being Bath Exeter, it was Noel against Rocket Aguni. Yeah. And you start thinking, well, there's only one guy in this and one team in this. Bath are going to Bath are going to win this by thirty. Is what it looks like. His finish for that try in the yeah, corner, ridiculous. Yeah, I look at that. And no think way should shoulder. He have, no way should he have got that. Do you look at that and think dislocated shoulder? Um, thing. Yeah. yeah, I remember Alan Quinlan doing something similar to that, and his shoulder just. And went. Matt Burke did it as well. Did he? As horrible. But like sh- there's no way against Woodburn as well, who's a big bloke, really strong. He just really gets strong. his shoulders through the tackle yeah. and a massive reach. And he also nearly scores a second, doesn't he? Yeah, makes a break. I've got a, I've got a kind of a theory, and I, I not a theory, a question. It's about pace, isn't it? Yeah, because Danny Cipriani's basically replied to me and said, "I don't know if you're kidding or not, mate. He is rapid." Yeah, so I don't think Rocket Aguni's rapid. Rocket Aguni goes through, but when he goes through, he he's aware of the cover coming across, so he's not. He hasn't just pinned his ears back right. and gone for the line. You know that's what you do if you if you really want to go flat out. You pin your ears back, you zone, you yeah. straight ahead. He's looking for the cover coming across, so he's sort of turning. So he's not he's not flying, right? Okay. And you know he tries to fend off the the cover and defence, just comes up short. But I think I I think he is quick. I think he's quick enough to play on the wing for England. I'm not saying I don't think he's quick. No, no, I, I know just... what, I know what you're saying. You're not you, what you're saying is he's not he's not got the super pace, like thou, thou, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, penny yeah. Thou, thou. But by by the end of the 80 minutes. It was, and I'm, you know, you know about eight million times more about being a wing than I do, but it was primarily defensive from Jack Noy. He did some really good stuff in attack, but it was about the most influential performance from a winger who hasn't scored a hat trick in a game that I've seen in a couple of years. Jack Noy. Yeah, he was that yeah, good. He was. He was that good. I mean, he, he's like a, he has like a little pocket right now. We've, we've, yeah. he's been on the show and you, you yeah. sort of stand there. So he's not the biggest. Of guys, but what he is, he's really thick set. Everything about him is much, he's 
fairly short. He's, he's kind of little and heavy. Yeah. But you see him in a, it sounds a bit, well, it is, it is a bit He camp. just bounces off tackles. You his see him body in a pair position. of shorts. Yeah. He's got big, powerful legs, quads, calves. It's the way he carries ball. the ball into yeah. contact as well. He gets really low, he bounces off, he rides tackles. He's really coordinated, so he can bounce and move and he's and not And that stiff. tackle on yeah. Watson. Oh. Try saver. Absolute try. And he, okay, you, you mentioned earlier, about, we talked about his tackle before we, we recorded and he did need Dolman's help, but without Jack Knoll, Watson scores there and yeah. that is a hell of a tackle I just I watch him and I just think he's not perfect but he's fierce and he's brilliant what's happening with his beard it's a bet oh is it yeah it's a bet with because I always think Matt Jess I, I think. always think beards went out with Peter Sutcliffe <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested but um, beards went out with Terry Waite he's, he's it's a beard he can't okay. shave it till someone else is fit yeah Steenson again proving what a great player he is yep you know, you look at look at as Steenson. He's not an unsung hero. He's a sung hero. Yeah. he's really good. But you think about the top clubs in Europe, uh, what they would, uh, what a lot of them would have done to have had someone like Steenson for the last five or six seasons at ten. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking like Clem. But, but he he stuck you know. with them when they were, you know, in the in the first division. Yeah. You know, but you know, I mean, he's come all the way up. But you look who's like Brock James, really good player for letting they letting their stuff down a couple of times, whatever, missing drop kicks. But Brock James is great for Claremont. You look at. Um, Buck Ceases had Buck, Lionel Buck Ceases had loads of contracts. You look at Tran Dukas had loads of big contracts. You look at yeah, uh, what's Luke McAllister at Toulouse and Toby Flood's doing really well there. But do you know what? You look at those top big budget French teams, and I would look at them and say they missed a trick not getting someone like Garrastinson yeah, in five or six years ago because he'd have set himself for life financially, and he's a sort of guy that would win win the top club competitions. He's that he's that consistent. Yeah. So, do you think? Should should Bath won that game? Um, they obviously didn't, but they had the majority of possession. It was, I suppose, the last twenty minutes when Exeter came back into it. They yeah. were they were out of it really first half. Oh yeah, yeah, they were completely out of it. And um, it was at home as well for Bath. And Bath defended brilliantly in the first half. They attacked brilliantly. They, so they weren't that, they weren't that short of players. I tell you, yeah. um, who was who was it playing number eight? Zach Mercer. Okay, number six. Matt Garvey, no, he's Garvey. in the second row. Gar- oh, he's in the second row. Was uh, it? Tom Ellis. No, Garvey. It was had a had a chance down the left hand side. Garvey in the two v one. Yeah. Um, I think actually, I think Rocket Aguni scored in the in the far corner after that. But yeah. there's a few missed chances from Bath. Yeah, but there's, I think it's, I, I, I never I never quite go for who deserved to win and who are they miss, won. Are they missing big ball carriers? Um, they're missing Toby Falatau. Yeah. So yes, yeah. But Zach Mercer, okay. I'm not comparing him to Falatau yet, but I am actually. Zach Mercer is so productive over the course of a game, makes so few mistakes, does so much well for a young kid. I think that incredibly, I don't think they lose that much not having Falatau and having Zach Mercer in. Who's really just out of the academy? He's that good. Okay. I mean, he's that good. I think Falatau gives you more. Yeah. Um, but they had Atwood and the Garvey in the second row, who both carry really, really well. Atwood was outstanding again. They've got Max Laheith on the tight head, who's improving every week in the tight. He carries really well. Nathan Cap carries really well. Tom Dunn carries really well. I think they had a load of big carries out there. So in terms of who should have won it, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty epic psychological effort from yeah. display of psychological robustness from the Chiefs we'll have to whiz through some of these results because we could talk about it all day um, yeah yeah Bristol oh did you see Cipriani's try by the way for Newcastle yeah that little chip over the top of Bobby Vickers I like, the, I like the limp after he was limping before that to be fair yeah, and he no, went he off was. with it and I saw him the other day and it still hurts but he, he that's one of those things that it's 
I mean, I could play against eight-year-olds and not do that. And he just makes that he makes that sort of high-end skill look so easy. Simple, wasn't it? That for me is why Sale are struggling because they haven't got him anymore. Um, but yeah, Bristol beat them. Vandell equals Quado's record. Yeah. Nightmare. Someone nicks your record, isn't it? Yeah. Quato's my wife's favourite. Her screensaver on her iPad is Mark Quato and his boxer shorts. <gasps> his calendar. Really. And last night watching the my highlight show I never normally watch my own Actually shows I should a hall pass if, that, if, if it was ever to happen yeah no problem quite yeah, no problem yeah, yeah. Um, it's quite isn't it yeah so uh, we, yeah exactly you might, yeah so we were watching uh, my the ITV highlight show that I do and last night because I'd never normally watch myself because I don't really know what I say so I think what's the point do you, do you get cringy at all when you watch yourself I hate it yeah really yeah. don't like it but I've started doing it because the guys at ITV were like you need to do this just doing the commentary I mean yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. So, so I they said you you had to improve if you don't watch yourself because you'll know better than anyone where you can improve. Yeah, yeah. So I start I've started watching it quite more often. Um, and anyway, Quates flashed up on the screen, and my wife was like doing something. On, she's like, "Oh, is that Quates? There he is! Oh, look at him!" I was like, "Yeah, he was stuffing a pie in his mouth." And I was like, "You see him now? He's lost his rig completely." God. She's like, "No way! There's no way he'd do that. He's got too much self-respect." I was like, but you were saying this afternoon at lunch that I've lost mine. She said, yeah, you haven't got enough. Someone on holiday last year. Um, same place. Well, it was... Tough lad. Boxhead. Yeah. Got a good Creek. Nick. It was his Creek. Good was, Nick, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was a good Nick. He was. Didn't yeah. want to stand next to him. No. The word, I mean, he's... I wore my towel really high. Yeah. You he, know, just above the belly. Leonard taught me that. <laughs> yeah. He goes, get it out above your belly, but the sand. He's a photo and he goes, get it out above your belly, but... Look like some sort of white Polynesian we, we were walking over yeah, we, we were walking we were walking over to do a team photo in the change rooms after an England game and Jason and I Jason and I were both in our shorts and he just grabbed a couple of towels and threw me a towel he said put that on so I got shorts on put it on oh yeah get over your belly button <laughs> <laughs> right we're going to have to whistle um, so right, right. Um, Leicester Saracens oh it's so rubbish so um, yeah rubbish so after this result then it now comes out that um, the board of sacked Richard Cockrell yeah. uh, based on that performance my, my question to you is how much of a part do you reckon Tuilangi has played in Richard Cockrell's sacking because he's not been fit for near near two years now he is I'm right in thinking he is the most expensive player in the Premiership is that right? I believe so so he's obviously good not for long he's George, Moore, George Moore if George Ford moves spit it out um, um, he's not been fit for two years He's arguably one of the best players in that league. I think. I think. It, I think it probably hugely key to Leicester in the way they play. Influential player on the field because he's so strong and yeah. big and scores so many tries and creates so much. I, I don't think it's. I actually don't think it's had a massive. Effect. I guess he will have been a big part of persuading the board to spend whatever it is, four hundred and twenty-five grand a year on him or whatever it said in the paper. Yeah, and that's a lot of dough for someone who's injured a lot, but and away with England a lot. But anyway, I don't that won't have helped but I think more it's about um, if you're at a Leicester board you see that yes Leicester has a massive performance that team has a massive performance in it still you look at Munster at home after they got pumped 38-0 away yeah huge performance and you think well that they got it in them that was it wasn't a great game that but it was an unbelievable atmosphere and performance from Tigers to turn that around really impressive and I I sat there kind of loving it and when Bath went up there earlier this season I sat in the stands and Leicester were just monstrous and you thought it's because they really, really were up against it against the Bath team that were flying and all that. Yeah. Um, but a week after they do that to Munster at home, they're 24-0 they're down at Sandy Park to the Chiefs and you just, 
their mojo's completely gone and and I think it's about you know kind of any team I think can have the odd inspired performance but their average performance has been so poor um, I I, I hate. I actually hate mid-season sackings. I hate. Yeah. In, fact, in fact, I hate sackings. Even, even because sackings are bad. Carry on. Yes, that's it. Um, can I shock you? But it's just that I don't like it unless someone's done something seriously. I wrong. like wine. Because can I shock you? I like wine. I like cheese. Um, he's. I like contracts to run their course. Um, it's a particularly brutal decision from the board. I, I, I'm not saying I think it's the wrong decision. I'm also not sitting on the fence. I just feel like I would rather see them do something like, right, Cockers, we are going to move you somewhere else for the remainder of your contract, or maybe it doesn't work like that, move him sideways or upstairs. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work. I can't imagine him in the boardroom anyway in a suit. But I think that... I mean, Ben Kay is on the board at Leicester, so seriously tough for him because I know how much he thinks of Richard Cockerell which is a lot everyone thinks a lot of him you everyone all on social yeah. media there's a question here right from James Appleton on Twitter um, he says um, with Cockerell gone from Leicester how does a club's style of rugby need to evolve to be top two I think they I, do you know what at the moment if I I love these what do you know what what do you know what should I tell you yeah I don't think they've got a style at the moment I don't think they have one Leicester have always had an identity and which is grinding up front squeezing the set piece yeah. defending brutally and really really hard with great organisation and actually being really adept at scoring tries and when you're tired and when, you're in, when they're keeping you tight they can put it wide and they've had strike players out there over the years um, to score those tries and the Jordan Murphys to create so much and it's I don't think they have a style Okay. at the moment not anymore but at the moment I don't think they have one and I don't think Aaron Majors he impressed for five or six weeks when he arrived he thought well, that, this attack looks really nice like they've learned something new and I haven't seen it since then so I'm I'm actually I must say I'm surprised he's still in a job and Richard Cockerell isn't I, uh, we'll get on to some questions in a bit because we've got loads on, on Leicester and, and rugby and some of the incidents for the last couple of weeks but one thing I want to chat about really quickly is there's a lot of derbies going on in the Pro 12 over Christmas by far the worst game was the Dragons Ospreys mm. um, which I think was was New Year's Day I couldn't watch it all mate the pitch was yeah. absolutely shocking a professional yeah. team like the Dragons surely their pitch they have to start the pitch every team in the Viva Premiership has a great pitch now. even Gloucester probably one of the mm. worst pitches you played yeah. on is it now looks fairly solid on the foot. This yeah. pitch was nearly well, what I think was unplayable. It shouldn't have been played because it just ruined the game. There's more kicks in that game than any other game that's been played because pitches. Mm. So there should be a fine in the system. If your pitch is like that, there should be a hefty fine uh, for the club because yeah. they need to sort that. It just ruined the game completely. Yeah. Um, that's my rant over. But do you like these plastic pitches? Um, I'd rather a plastic pitch than that. I, I don't. I grass pitches. I think. Rugby should still be played on yeah, grass, but when you've got yeah. no option, yeah. and you know we're at the Blues here, they've got a plastic pitch. The pitch before this was was only good for two months of the year, and yeah. that'd be in the summertime. You know, come the winter time, it was waterlogged, it was boggy. Surely the Gwent Dragon, Newport Gwent Dragons, have to look at that because the standard of rugby was so dire. Um, it was like watching, it was like an old Atari game, you know, where they got the two little things yeah. going at the beep, side. Beep. Beep, beep, boop, like just kicking non-stop yeah. but anyway rant over Newcastle have done great on their plastic pitch by the way every yeah. every game's entertaining up there it has to be said yeah 
Right, Flatso, shall we have a look at um, some questions that we've got through? Yeah, I've got a question for you, actually. Okay, mate. What's your problem? No. What's your BMI? Um, what, what does that stand for? Body mass index. Oh, mm. I thought it was a car, I was going to say. <laughs> this is from our little machine. I've just seen it on my ticket earlier. Okay. Um, at the gym. 28.8, whatever that means. Can you let us know? Mine's 39.7. Does that mean I'm going to die soon? Did you also know from my book of facts, the toilet book you bought me, I've been leafing through it while you've been talking. Yep. A giraffe is able to clean its own ears with its tongue. That is good. Which is particularly relevant. I don't know if you noticed on social media, but I I found, because I've got cauliflower ear and I've got cauliflowered ear canals, whatever they are, I found an implement which is used... Isn't, uh, isn't it to, to suck gravy up and put over the top of... It's used over the you know the the fat around a chicken or a, a turkey. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, not braising. What do you call it? Um, you Marinade, know what I'm saying. Marinating. No, you you know what it's called. Anyway, yeah. no, I've forgotten the word. But it, no, it's for sucking snot out of babies' noses. But I use it the other way around. Suck up warm water and push the little squirter into my ear. Squirt hard and it clears out cauliflower. Do you know, like the tongue that the South Sea Islanders they do yeah. with the straw with their lips? Suck it out and spit it out. Do they? Yeah. That's a better way to do it, really. Just, I just don't like the taste of. I don't like the idea of eating baby snot, but it's good for you, apparently. Says who? Is, um, we question. got a question here from Hiding for a while um, on Twitter. Cockers to Quins? No, no. Okay. Right, do you know what I reckon? Cockers. If Carl Hogg keeps, they keep winning at Worcester. Great, and that. Do you know what? It would make me genuinely happy because I just like seeing people putting up getting dropped into the fire, fire like he was by Dean Ryan and succeeding I think that would be great if things don't go brilliantly I think Richard Cockrell could be could make an it could make an immense impact for someone like Worcester okay my, uh, Mick Fahilly, um thoughts on Maro's charge down with his foot reckless illegal or within the law so ultimately legitimate it was within the law within the law perfectly executed that's yeah. Marrow that's the pearl he, it was a, it was a diving block with his foot and that's no different to someone putting a grubber through and you're stopping it with your foot is there at all? no so. perfect it was perfect here's one for you this is from Shep on email um, alright lads sounds like a dog alright Shep yeah um, I've started playing your pod. Oh, this actually isn't a question. Sorry, okay. I've started playing your podcast to my wife while she breastfeeds our ten-day-old son in bed. I've named her Babylon's Flats and Shanks in tribute. Cheers, smiley face. Good option that because I, one's always bigger than the other. <laughs> do, you know what I, do you know what I'm going to? Do you know what I'm going to say to you, Shep? I'm going to call you a liar. Don't believe it. Prove it. <laughs> there is a question. This is from Luke the Slug Jones. Um, hi Flats and Shanks it's your boy Slug here don't know if he's Welsh or not yeah just sat at home thinking about life and that and was wondering what you both do to wash your bald heads shampoo or shower gel well, I, sh- I should have got a better question than that sorry shampoo or shower gel um, whatever's available at the time really. I, my dad left a bottle of Lynx Africa in the shower shower gel so oh yeah remember that so I've been using that Java uh, and I looked on the back voodoo <laughs> I looked on the back and it's uh, it washes you know for two things one's a scrub and one's like a lather so I'll do yeah perfect so oh, whatever yeah half the time just water really bleach yeah water yeah just motor oil WD-40 bit of imac whatever really I just melt I usually melt down some fat from a pork belly and just rub that in <laughs> that's why uh, it smells so good here's Kev on email this is again not a rugby question I, sh- I must do better sorry sorry listeners uh, Kev on email 
What did you guys make of the monsters at World's Strongest Man? I love them. I absolutely love them. Uh, there's a new Polish guy whose name I can't pronounce called Karakula Kowski or something. I've forgotten his name. Kareli Kikowski or something like that. Yeah. But he's a phenomenon because he's very light. He's only 142 kilos, which is for them very light, but he's incredibly powerful. I liked him. I just... Adam Bishop, the Quinn's strength conditioning coach, uh, was in one of the heats, World's Strongest Man. Seriously You've done a bit of training with him, haven't you? Yeah. So he's just done a 400 kilo deadlift this year. I think he's working towards a 400 kilo back squat. He's serious, serious business. But you know, you look at him and think this guy's unbelievably strong and he could well get there, but he doesn't look, basically, I'm, I'm just going to say it, Tom, he doesn't look juiced up to his eyeballs. He's clean. Yeah, okay. And you just look at the guys who are winning it and you're thinking, you are 6, 9 and 30 stone and you are juiced to your eyeballs and if you live for another 10 years you'll be lucky I love watching them run oh yeah it's hilarious it's like it's like, um, it's like watching Willow but 10 times as big yeah and they're just waddling along they make me look like Carl Lewis like, those boys like, like a duck I do, um, I do love watching it though but another question on Twitter from Pete Leckie aka Bubs do you know why they call him Bubs? why? Um, from Little Britain you know Bubbles de Vere call me Bubbles Champagne for everybody. Yeah. Give me bubbles, darling. We used to call Matt Stevens that because he was so big and rotund, but also so extravagant and rich. He'd walk into a bar and it'd be like, right, who's having a drink, lads? He'd walk in and goes, guys, let's get some champagne. (laughs) He had an operation on his shoulder and like one of his family arrived with champagne and oysters for when he came round. That's how he operates, mate. Some New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Um, So Pete Leckie, um, Bubbles, wants to know what fitness and diet programs you guys on to get back into peak condition? I'm sure you went hard with the festivities. Well, I, you know, if you if I want if you want me to answer first, I can tell you. Yeah, I'm. I've been for a little while. I've why, been, why don't you go vegetarian for like two weeks? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> you shut up. You're right. No, you shut up. Um, I will. I, I've been thinking about doing. You eat, that, you eat a lot of meat. I do. Yeah, yeah. And that's obviously why I've bought you some um, heart, heart care, care tablets because we don't want those arteries clogging up now, do we? Not anymore. Hey. Um, I, I do a couple of things so exercise and that stuff I'm for a little while a couple of months I've been using a company called Fit Cuisine UK for pre-made healthy meals and they're really really good do they deliver? they deliver literally they actually deliver to your door no do they do liver? <laughs> <laughs> wallop yeah they do um, they? all the way in and so I really like those they're really healthy and you can instead of eating crap oh I've had one haven't I around your house yeah nice isn't they? Yeah. yeah there was so, me thinking you were going to cook for me no, God no. Catering. Um, but also, a friend of mine from Bath now lives in London. She used to work for the RFU. Uh, she was an accountant, worked at Bath Rugby and she's accountant at the RFU. You have a female friend? Yeah, I've got a friend. Uh, oh, wow. FOR, friend outside rugby, um, although I met her at Bath Rugby Club. Known her for years. She is a CrossFit addict. Don't hold that against her. Yeah. She's super duper fit. She's like one of these girls with a six pack and that. She have like a cheeky Nando's on a Wednesday night with all the cheeky team. Nando's. Whoops, yeah. uh, wad, uh, sweaty wad. But she's she's actually really good, really good value. Yeah. Um, despite loving CrossFit, and she has started with her friend, whose name I found out today on an email is Debbie Manlove, which I love, uh, who I haven't met. But they started a company called Nuco Nutrition, like but it's spelled Nuco like cocoa, but N U C O C O A. And she just emailed me before Christmas and said, Flats, do you want to have a go at this thing? All we do is once a week for 10 weeks or 12 weeks, we just give you something to just modify about your diet. We never tell you to cut anything out except added sugar from your diet. Well, now we've mentioned her, surely she should be writing some diet programs for us or something. Presumably. She'll, presumably they're going to sponsor the podcast for so 100 grand a year. What we're trying to say to, to Pete Leckie is that it's 80% diet, 20% food. So don't go out for those five beers with your dad yes. on, a, on a Sunday night or on a Wednesday. 
what I say, what I say to you, Bubs, and to other large people at home is that I work out three times a week, really hard, aggressive, uh, aerobic as well as weights. Yeah, and I am still twenty-one stones. I, I would it's say about your diet. I would say to you, you know, when you're trying to kill time, when you're going to check your tire pressure, going down the tip, all that, clean out the garage. Yeah, hop on the bike. Yeah, or have a game of tennis. I yeah, know, I know you like tennis. Um, here's a question from uh, Joe Russell on email. Happy New Year, gents. Happy New Year, Joe. As a Sale fan, the loss to Bristol was not a great start to the year. Now facing a relegation fight, what do you think needs to change at the club? Um, even with the rumoured wages on offer, I can't see George Ford wanting to join the current setup. Um, what I, club's this, sorry, mate? Sale. Yeah. I, I think one thing that could persuade George to go is that two things. That Bath sacked his dad, and as we said before... It's easy for us to say, but I think it's tough to be objective about that. And family. Being, being completely frank with you, this is complete speculation. You being frank. I would be astonished. Yeah, be, I'll be Peggy. Done. Yeah. I don't. I'd be amazed if Mike Ford hasn't been in his ear saying, "How can you stay there after what they did to me?" I don't think he would be saying, "Son, it's completely up to you." I would be amazed. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I expect he is. You know, he's not helping Bath in that sense. Why would he? I suppose. Um, the other thing that could persuade George is loads and loads and loads of money. It's, um, it's for instance, like, you know, say Michelle decided to get rid of me on the podcast and brought in someone with great chat like Richard Hill. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't stay, would you? No, I, absolutely not. No. And, uh, yes, I was don't look, you, don't, you look down to the left there. Yeah. Loads. <laughs> of course I wouldn't. But, I, but I, I, the one thing is that they could go really hard for George, pay him shed loads. You could, you could do things like, right, we'll recontract your brother. But I heard a bit of chat about Mike Ford getting offered the sale job as well but then actually I don't think that'll happen because I don't think I don't think Steve Diamond and yeah. Mike Ford get on from their Saris days from what I understand so I think that's unlikely but also they want to get George to attract other players to the club to get back to where they were in 2006 that's what I think Yeah. so I think they will just pay out the nose through the nose is that ex out the ears mate if you just say it confidently you could just say whatever you want they'll pay straight out their eye sockets uh, yeah straight out the elbow yeah straight out the um, yeah, right we'll have one last question yeah. Um, from Ian it's his Twitter name Ian um, breast or thigh lads breast or thigh you said it twice well, we're going to this is uh, unsponsored we are going to Turtle Bay for lunch after this for a meeting aren't we yeah and I am going to have chicken thighs really yeah hopefully yeah. I think I prefer the I think the, the dark meat has more taste mm. um, oh it reminds me actually this is I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this stuff I feel like um, we were in the gym this morning and I never noticed what's on the telly in gyms but it on this morning was the BBC News and I think it's Louise Minchin the um, newsreader you I think or you know I think, it's, I think her name is Louise Minchin you know. I really 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 want to officially register how much I fancy her in case I, my wife divorces me and she gets divorced don't know because um, I feel like if she got to know me she'd like me I really I actually I actually fancy her even more than Susanna Reid now because Susanna Reid's nice to Piers Morgan and I think that that's not a good thing for anyone to be. Keep your options open. You never but know. On that, to balance it out, um, I got asked the other day, and you, you're not going to have any time to think about this. See, we're both heterosexual. Don't care if the listeners are hetero, bi, or homosexual. Not bothered. Do what you like. Or trisexual, like Ali G's dad. Try but, anything once. Try anything. But whatever. But if you have to fancy, find a bloke to fancy, who would your bloke be? Um... Oh, that's a really good one. It is. I don't happen to feel that way about men. That's fine. But forced over Christmas, you know, just nice family Christmas Michael lunch Bu conversation. Michael Bublé. There we are. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, mine was um, uh, Noel Fielding, the comedian. <laughs> Should we stop now? Yeah. Right. Should we stop? <laughs> Can we stop now? Yeah, that's it. That's um, it. Well, I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast. Tell them how to contact us. And you can tell yeah. us who your best looking man or woman is. Okay, yeah. Contact us on Twitter, which is at Flats and Shanks. Email us, which is contact at flatsandshanks.com. On the website, which is flatsandshanks.com. Yeah, we'll, we'll end on that bombshell. Yeah, I think we probably should. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.